0: Hey, I know, I'll use my trusty frying pan as a drying pan.
1: Hello, everyone, welcome to Out of the Drying Pan, a Pokemon the Series podcast, For each week, We discuss two episodes in the Pokemon anime, and just whatever happens to pop into our heads. Just a quick reminder, we are on E for Explicit Podcast, so listener discretion is advised. And I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm here with my co-host, Austin. Hey, everybody. Hello. Austin, how you doing? Well, I might sound a little different today, because I'm in a very
0: large... Well, it's not large, but I'm in a very echoey hotel
1: room. Oh, we'll get that in a minute. To explain why you're there but before that we got our other co-host here alex
2: hi guys hopefully i sound the same as i always do because i'm in the same place i always am my room <laughs>
1: that's right never move from one spot of safety and you're good to go right
2: this is my fortress of solitude but austin is in an exciting new place
0: i'm in a very echoey bat cave Is where i'm at Ooh. Ooh. tell us about
1: this bat cave austin well, I'm located in Hawaii for the week. Tell them what time it is in Hawaii. <laughs> it is six in the morning in Hawaii.
2: That's bonkers to me. I, I have to respect your dedication, but also I still think you're crazy for waking up that early just to record with us.
0: I
1: had to be on the podcast for the beginning of Johto.
2: It is exciting.
1: That is dedication, though, for real. I would have just been like, Yo, whatever. <laughs> I'm in Hawaii. Forget about it. Oh, oh, we know, Jacob, we know. For sure, yeah.
2: (laughs) Just to let the record show that Jacob and I did try to convince Austin to just enjoy his vacation and not worry about having to bring all the equipment and all the stuff. But no, Austin is a good, dedicated podcaster, and he's doing this for us and for you.
0: Yeah, and I got yelled at for it by the TSA.
1: Dedication, control freak, whatever you want to call it. He's here (laughs) doing the, the podcast with us.
2: It's for the Christmas episode, (laughs) goddammit. It
1: It really is. Speaking
0: of um, dedication, Alex, I'm so sorry, but there's still a little background noise, so good luck editing.
2: It's okay. It's all right.
0: We might just have to accept this episode has inferior audio quality, but that's fine. We're used to that. It's that island air? Yeah, it's the waves breaking on the beach. That's (laughs) That's what it is. Yeah, you're in the sand right now.
1: It's amazing. Mm
2: -hmm. How far are you from the beach?
1: I can see it from my window. What's the weather like there now? I don't know I don't know what prime season is for Hawaii, but I don't either. I've never been to Hawaii before. But I got off the plane and I was like, Oh my god, it's so hot. Oh, okay, so it's still really hot there. Nice, nice. What's yep. the
2: current temperature? I wanna know. Uh let's find out. I mean it's six AM, so there's that, but
1: give us the full day.
2: Yeah, what's the highs, what's the lows?
0: Right now it's six AM and it's seventy four degrees. Ooh, dude. The high is gonna be eighty
1: seven. Wow. we looking sunny. we looking rainy. What are we looking at? Sunny skies. Nice. That's better than what it is here. I mean, it's like, I don't know, uh, dreary and windy, and I think it's raining.
2: Enjoy it, Austin.
1: That's enough discussion of the weather. It's that water cooler talk, yeah. Uh, Austin, what do you got planned in Hawaii? Any fun stuff? Uh, well, we do have like very extensive itinerary, but I'm just along for the ride. Nice. That's the best kind. Push me where i'm going i'll be blind drunk the whole time anyway just kidding i wouldn't blame you is there anything else you want to share about hawaii austin or no i literally got here yesterday like at like night so okay i have nothing to say table hawaii for now and then we'll get the post trip uh discussion when you get back of course okay i have one
0: confession to make do tell since i'm in hawaii I brought Ash's Sun and Moon cap.
2: Oh my gosh. Look at that. Very Alola appropriate attire.
0: I doubt I'm going to wear it in public, but regardless. <laughs> I was
2: about to ask that. He's just. <laughs> <wear it. laughs> nope. Would people even recognize that? I'm not that, that kind of person.
0: It's, I don't know. It's, it's not very Pokemon y, but it's still really cartoony and bright and distracting. So maybe not.
2: This is a man dedicated to his craft. He packed an extra hat in the bag just for our benefit.
0: Well, the only hat I did bring other than that is like the ugliest fucking hat I've ever had. What is that? It's a sort of worn too, yeah. Yeah, it's old. It's raggedy. Ooh, it's all flat. Yeah.
2: It's okay. Sun protection is very important. Make sure to wear your sunscreen.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll be burned to a fucking crisp. I'm like a creature, like a ghostly creature. I don't do the sun.
2: Speaking of ghostly creatures
0: yes please move on from me
2: halloween is tomorrow i mean obviously when this comes out halloween will be passed but for us right now halloween is tomorrow you guys
1: trick-or-treat
2: any plans to dress up go trick-or-treat i already did mine oh yeah you did
1: (laughs) went to a halloween party and was the only person who dressed up so
2: it was your halloween party
1: (laughs) it was not mine exactly it was my mother-in-law's but yeah i was a scarecrow my wife was dorothy and then our dog was the lion and the tin Man just men oh, just fell apart on the way there, so he was gone. <laughs> but You still haven't seen Wizard of Oz, I assume. No, I never saw it. This is like cost I just get told what to wear. That's what I do.
0: That explains why you were Luke from Gilmore
1: Girls at one point. Yeah, yeah I was Luke. I was the I've been a lumberjack Luke, which were like the same costume, just the plaid shirt and jeans and that was easy. But yeah, Luke was that wasn't my idea.
2: Well, you got crap yesterday from everyone else, because if we had been told there was a costume thing happening, we could have had a group costume, and we could have all been Wizard of Oz characters.
1: See, costumes are always welcome. That's the thing. The first party I went to, Austin wore a costume, so.
2: Was that when you almost died?
1: No, that's a diff- totally different oh, thing.
2: Yeah, Austin almost got killed by his own costume, but that was apparently a different time.
0: That's a different story. We that costume wouldn't it. have killed him. Ironically, I was Michael Myers and I nearly died via my costume.
2: He almost got choked by it and died. But anyway, you didn't die. So that's good.
1: That's good. Uh, who whose week are we on now? Alex, what have you done? What'd you do?
2: Nothing really. Aside from I was also invited to yesterday's um, festivities, which was very fun. Good to see everyone. Austin, we missed you there.
0: I was on a plane. Yeah, so I
2: was on a plane going to an island because... How dare you, right? I mean, why wouldn't you want to be at a fun hopin' party instead of a crummy old island?
0: I'd be the good witch.
2: Well, next year we can do a group costume. We'll have to plan. Other than that, anything else? Not really. Oh, I did do some adult, real-life stuff, like got my oil changed in my car. And got an alignment, so that was fun.
1: Gotta get, uh, synthetic oil Right.
2: I don't know what they put in. I just trust that they did it right. I took it to the dealership because it was free. So the alignment cost me money, though.
1: That's good, though. Car safety is important. You got to get that thing taken care of.
2: Sure is.
1: I think Austin, was it, who was it, like, y'all had a, I don't know if I met this friend, but y'all had a friend, like, in high school or something that got a car, and they never changed the oil on it, and it just, like, exploded. Was that you? Uh, I'm unaware or of Or am this? I thinking of the wrong person? I'm <laughs> maybe thinking of a different person.
0: I'm unaware of this. Perhaps they exploded before I met them. That's
1: true, too. Maybe they spontaneously combusted from the lack of oil change. But get your oil change.
0: Like that movie we were supposed
1: to watch.
2: Oh, yeah. That was like a year ago we talked about that.
1: God, it probably was a year. Oh, my God. I can't remember what that movie was called. Bust or something?
2: Combustion? No. Combustion? Spontaneous? No, that's not right. I don't know.
1: That can be our group costume next year.
2: Being on fire?
1: Yeah, it's people just blowing up. That'd be great.
2: Does that really happen in real life? Like, spontaneous combustion. I, yeah, all the time. I understand it's like a theory, but like, how often has that happened to people?
0: Every day, one person in the world spontaneously combusts, and it could always be you, but you'll never know.
2: Wait, wouldn't you know when you're on fire?
0: No, well, you'll know when you're on fire, but you don't know the second before you're on fire. It's spontaneous.
2: Can we talk about in school, where every day at school, in like elementary school, we were taught about stop, drop, and roll.
1: <laughs> We've had this. <laughs> Well,
0: why do you think they taught us that?
2: Okay, that I can see. But did you guys also live in fear of quicksand? Because I was constantly being told about quicksand and how to be in in fear of it. And I've never encountered quicksand in my life.
1: I was more scared of like oil pits and...
2: What's an oil pit? (laughs)
1: Like a tar pit? Tar pit. Yeah, like a tar pit. Uh, Because that movie when the kid is riding on his horse...
2: Never ending story,
1: yeah, yeah. And the horse just sits there and it just dies, and he's sitting there watching it. That was that was awful. And I was since then, I was like, I'm not going near any. I had a trouble walking on the road after that because I was like, What if this thing spontaneously turns into tar? Like it goes back to its normal state, and I just get stuck here.
2: We won't take you to La Brea, I guess.
1: One time when
0: I was a kid, I walked on a freshly paved road just to see what would happen with my bare feet. Oh. And so my bare feet were covered in tar, caked my. Souls. Well, you
2: never said this before. Are you serious?
0: Yeah, I'm not serious.
2: Oh my God. How did you get it off? Wasn't it like burning you? Hot tar? Like.
0: I like oh. the pain.
1: <laughs> That's why.
2: <what>. I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't have to have like a foot operation to like get the burnt tar and skin like melded together, like surgically taken off.
0: Well, it was kind of cool because I had to like, it like had to flake off. I didn't tell my parents about this, by the way. It was a secret.
2: What an interesting child you were. (laughs) I can't believe this happened to you. Oh, my God.
1: It happened
0: to me. I went on my
1: way to do this. How old were you? Like eight. Okay, yeah, that's something an eight-year-old would do. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do anything dumb like that. I did other dumb stuff, though. We didn't have roads where I grew up, so not like that. It was mainly dirt.
2: No tar, so you were safe.
1: It was a brand new road, so. We had roads, like, going towards school. That was about it. Don't go near a tar pit.
2: I feel bad for the workers because they do all that work to lay the fresh concrete or cement or whatever tar, and then some kid has to come and like put their hands in it, and then they have to repave it.
1: I don't think that happens. It's not, it's not like cement. Your freak don't like imprint in it, do they? Yeah, I, I also walked through cement, um, but that's when I
0: was about eighteen. <laughs> oh <my> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was the same place in front of my parents' house. And I didn't know there was fresh cement taking up the sidewalk now. And so I just, I literally tripped through it. And I was like, oh my God. And to this day, you can see my footprints leading up to the front door of my house, my parents' house.
2: That's amazing.
0: You know, that's like a little memory, probably.
2: Immortalized. I, I was really
0: proud of myself. I didn't land flat on my face. I caught myself.
2: There would have been a face imprint in the sidewalk for all time.
1: Actually, I would have landed on the brick stairs, so that would have been bad.
2: Okay, well, good thing that didn't happen then.
1: (laughs) That's like in the office when Mike wants to implant, like put his face in it to show his face. He's been at the office forever and he just covers his face with Vaseline so it doesn't stick to his face. (laughs) Anything else, Alex?
2: Well, I guess aside from the devastating news that Henry Cavill will no longer be playing Geralt in The Witcher, nothing else of note happened. Let's take a moment of silence just to mourn that because that show's dead. It's over. It's done.
1: All right, we're back. (laughs)
2: Uh,
1: (laughs) He he has to go be Superman again, so he's going to be busy for a minute.
2: I think it was partially that, but I also think that there was issues with the writing team. Like, he clashed with them on how the show was going. So, what a disappointment. I just... Ever since Game of Thrones did so badly... And crashed and burned in the last season. The Witcher has been like the fantasy show that I've been looking forward to. So now that's like dead and now I'm sad.
0: I'm telling you, you got to watch the new Lord of the Rings one.
2: I want to give it more lead time. Like I want more seasons to be out so I can watch it without having to like get to the end of season one and then have to wait. You know,
1: I've never seen those movies. You never seen Lord of the Rings? Mm, Nope.
2: Got to watch the extended edition. It's the only way to watch it.
1: Yeah, let me spend eight hours of my day watching Middle Earth battle it out. That's what I want. That's how I want to spend my Saturday.
2: It's worth it.
1: No, I'm not going to do it. Okay. I may watch them eventually when I have a long break.
2: You're never going to but- watch them. That's okay. You have to be, like, confined to a chair.
1: I'm going to glue myself in this seat. Well, I guess I'll go into my week now. What have I done? You guys ever heard of Connie Willis, the author? mm Author of What? it's called blackout it's a book i've started reading it's pretty good it's about like uh these people it's like in the future we've we've accomplished time travel we figured out how to do that and so these people that go back in the past and they kind of record events that happen but then there's always something that goes wrong with the time travel and so that develops a story from there so i'm not too far into it but it's a good book so far really good this is the first book i've read and oh my god when's the last time i read a book Middle school. Golly, it might be, like, middle school. That wasn't, like, academic. Does Death Note count? Because I read Death Note. Is that a book? No, that's a comic. That's a book. <laughs> it's reading, but it's not a not prose novel. <laughs> it's still reading,
2: <laughs> so, like, kudos to you, Jacob, because, honestly, like, I can't remember the last time I read a book. It's better than playing video games all the time, I guess.
1: That's what I'm, like, I normally, I read, like, sort of, re- I'm doing the old person thing where I read before I go to bed to... <laughs> Like, diminished screen time. But I can't tell, like, if this is me doing this for my own health or the fact that my phone hardly works anymore. And it <laughs> so it's like I'm being forced to go back to the Dark Ages and read.
2: That'll be the day when your phone finally dies and we can have, like, a funeral for it and you can finally move on.
0: Can we do, like, a Viking funeral and send it
1: out at sea and set it on fire? We'll make it spontaneously combust.
2: Well, good for you. Hopefully the book ends well and it'll be an enjoyable thing for you.
1: Yeah, I'll keep posted. I think it's a really good book. I'm actually enjoying it, so reading's typically not my thing, but this seems to be something I like, so I'll go from there. We did the party yesterday, Halloween party. It was fun. Good food, good times, good people. Luckily, Austin didn't come, so everyone was able to enjoy themselves. (laughs) No, but the parties are not the same without Austin. Because the party don't start till I'm not there. (laughs) There you go.
2: Austin was thirty thousand feet in the air. I don't think he could have joined by Zoom even if he wanted to.
1: if he was committed. If he was committed to this podcast or committed to the party like he was his podcast, he would know. No, I'm there. committed to the podcast. <laughs> Pull out. Don't give me that shit. <laughs> uh but besides that, yeah, I think that's that's just about it. I've been kind of working, reading,
0: partying. Just so you know, I'm watching a beautiful Hawaiian sunset through the window. Sunrise. <laughs> Y'all, I am so tired.
2: Go to sleep, my God.
1: <laughs> no.
2: All right, well, let's talk about the episodes then so Austin can go back to his vacation.
1: Yeah, so he can enjoy himself for once. We have two Pokemon episodes this week, like I mentioned earlier. We have, I can't even remember the titles, Don't Touch That Dial, and what's the second one? The Double Trouble Header. The Double Trouble Header. These tongue twisters they're giving us here lately something else, right?
3: Everybody wants to be to show their skills. Everybody wants to get there faster, make their way to the top of the hill. Each time you try, gonna get just a little bit better. Each step you climb, one more step up.
1: Let me the best see the, um, Don't Touch That Dial is a pretty good title though, not going to lie. Uh, let me see here, The Randomizer Has Spoken, and it's, oh, lucky for you Austin, it's giving you the 30 second challenge here. I get Don't Touch That Dial, and then Alex oh. gets the Double Trouble Header.
2: I get the Casey <laughs> episode, oh boy.
0: I think Jacob engineered this. No, no, he
1: no. He did. Like, just a little bit for Austin, not for us. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to help you out. Jet lag sucks, man. I've been there with jet lag, and it's god-awful.
2: All right, Austin, are you ready? <sighs> that sounds like the yawn of somebody who's ready. Three, two, one, go.
0: The twerps make it to New Bark Town in Johto, where Ash can register for the Johto League. Um, nothing really of inconsequence happens other than we see a totodile from Professor Elm, who's really annoying, but I kind of like him, and... We just kind of take the moment to establish this is Ash, Misty Brock, this is Team Rocket, this is Nurse Joy and Officer Jenny, and we're on a Pokemon adventure, and it's going to take three fucking years, so buckle up, we're here in Johto, baby.
2: And time.
1: Pretty good there, Austin, pretty good. Not bad for... Well, this is a
0: really boring episode, Yeah, this so a, I didn't have much we're material. we are about
1: This episode's great. Okay. It's exciting. It's thrilling.
2: I agree with Jacob. You have to put yourself into the headspace of, this is the first time we're seeing these Pokemon. Rewind yourself back to 2001 or whenever this came out. I don't know. Wouldn't you be excited to see, like, oh my god, what's that? A Totodile, oh my god. Like, hype yourself up like that.
1: I like Total's voice. It is
2: super cute. Kind of Donald Duck like.
1: Donald obviously. Ducky. Yeah. <laughs> Golly, I played the games before I watched the show. So I saw these Pokemon before. But I guess seeing them in cartoon form was pretty cool too. See them like in color and come to life.
2: Did you play gold or silver to start?
1: I actually did a crystal.
2: Oh, went right to the third version.
1: Yeah. My friends had or- or orange. My friends had gold and silver, and I was like, "I'm gonna be different and get uh, crystal."
2: The third versions, honestly, in my own opinion, they were always better, and I'm kind of sad they stopped doing that because if that was the case, I would just do that instead. But they do the DLC now, which for the best. You think that it's a better format? What are your thoughts?
0: Absolutely, those are my okay. thoughts.
2: Okay. No. No. Uh,
0: End of thoughts.
2: On that. Okay.
1: You prefer it, Austin.
2: You prefer paying more money.
1: Sorry, I need to wake up. (laughs)
2: Okay, no, I need to dig deeper. I'm sorry, Jacob. So the old format was two original games, you know, the sister games, and then a, a year later or whatever, they would have the third version, which was those games, but better. Now we have just the two sister versions, and then a year or so later, six months later, whatever, they make you download DLC. For more money. So instead of being able to just wait and buy the third version for that one price, now you have to buy the original plus the 25, 30 bucks or whatever for the DLC. And you like that better. Yeah.
0: I'm not going to play the game a second time. But
2: uh, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying wait. Like, don't, like, just skip the original two, knowing that there's going to be a third version to come out. Like, just skip it and then play the third version. Only have to spend I'm not going to
0: suffer FOMO. Oh
2: my gosh, okay. This is what's wrong with the video game industry.
0: No, I think the death of third versions is actually a pretty good thing, but okay.
1: I kind of wish that they would do the, like, if they're going to come out with new games every single year, like they're doing now, I wish they would cut it back and give us, like, Scarlet Violet, and then, like, the next year give us the deluxe version, like Maroon or something. You know, whatever color Ooh, Maroon. You pick. Yeah, like, like make it. it a make that like don't give us a new story every single year, give yourselves a break, keep coming with the creative ideas, and then the in between year come out with the deluxe version, and then the next year following that, bring us something new that you got to the table because they're just pumping them out now. And it's gonna get, I think this can't last forever, so they need to adopt some kind of like long term strategy.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. I think if they had maybe, I don't know, maybe Scarlet and Violet. And I'm trying to temper my expectations because this is Pokemon we're talking about. But maybe if they kind of take a more blended approach, like more story RPG elements from like Arceus and incorporate them into Pokemon and actually, like you said, Jacob, stick with the story, like build on the story instead of just like pumping out games and abandoning each like iteration the next year, like actually put work into it polish it, build it up, add new elements, like, quests, new, you know, things. Like, I don't know if that makes any sense, but...
0: Like, games as a service? No, thank you. Not, like,
2: games as a service, but, like, it doesn't cost you any extra money. I think they should just do, like, quality of life improvements over the course of, like, a game. Like, you can have an initial DLC for, like, a story edition, like, a major story edition, and then after that, add things as quality of life free updates maybe i don't know if you're gonna do it like that
1: yeah once i think too i think in the next pokemon game the people should fight and the pokemon train them <laughs> i think call it like pokemon revenge or something like that that'd be great let's do that
2: bring back or the or region and have it be like a dirty dystopian apocalyptic hellscape and the pokemon train the people
1: yeah, and the, you got to catch people in the wild. <laughs> it's like,
2: oh, I don't like what this is doing. <laughs> a
1: dirty harry appeared.
2: It's oh, like, gross. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> Beeping Tom.
2: <laughs> you know what? Honestly, that sounds like a game. Like a fan game. Like somebody would make a fan game. It does.
1: <laughs> yep. All right. Let's uh let's jump in the Don't touch that dial here. Are we ready? Are we ready for this new adventure? I'm ready. Johto's here. Pokemon went through the great reset and we're starting all over again here with uh, Ash and Brock's back too, so we got the OG crew going on this new adventure. That makes you also think that the Orange Islands didn't count because it wasn't the original three. Nobody took the Orangelings serious, so we're on Johto. So we're going through, like Austin said, we're going to New Bark Town, but to get there we have a very foggy, dense forest. Yeah, that's just there. As usual, the foggy, dense forest starting off. That's a great start. Who told Ash about the Johto League again? I forgot how he found out about Gary,
2: this. Gary, right? Wasn't it Gary? Like, Gary's going off to a new adventure, Ash. Do you want to know where he's going?
1: Uh. Oh, so Oak kind of manipulate, manipulates Ash to go in on this trip again? Yes. Or well, they got to take the GS ball again. Oh,
2: my God. I forgot about oh, that. I forgo- oh, my <laughs> God. God. <laughs> that's still here. <laughs>
1: That's right.
2: We have to see Kurt, the Pokéball expert. Shit. Okay. Wow, wow. The GS ball is of zero consequence. Totally forgot.
1: I know. Oh, yeah, it's around for forever.
2: For nothing, for absolutely zero reason whatsoever. Ultimately, sorry, spoiler alert, but
1: Yeah. Okay, so we got the GS ball too. Making our way to New Bark Town. Uh we get lost, of course, as usual, which causes Misty and Ash to break out in a fight. And Brock, being the mature person he is, breaks it up. You know, gives them, I don't know, acts like the adult and stops them. But then all of a sudden, our Togepi freaks out. It is going berserk. It's glowing. It's radiant. And this calls us to follow it into the woods. And we see a legendary, or is it mythical? Legendary. Legendary. And I'm going to mess up this name. Sue Queen? Sue Queen. We don't know
2: it's Sue Queen yet. <laughs>
1: We did because I played the games before the the TV show, so I'm ahead of everybody already. (laughs) Sweet coon. Oh my God. I can't even forget to say that, but that's, we don't really see it. We kind of see it, I don't know, it's like plasma in a way. It's like a blue gas, it's not outlined (laughs) or anything.
2: It's the filter of mystery that is put yeah. over it so we we can see the outline the silhouette Ooh, it's a magical thing but we're not ready to reveal it yet so stay tuned
1: yeah that makes me think like were they certain about this or, or are we even really seeing it here if it's just kind of like the ghost of it because in the games it hops around for uh all over the place
2: god was that just as frustrating for you trying to catch these fucking things because they kept moving routes every time you tried to go after them
0: and then what happens is you end up going between two routes and they're on the opposite route as you are and it's just and forth. back and <laughs> forth back forth back forth back <laughs> forth and you're an eternal loop
2: you know what honestly thinking about it critically now maybe i actually do prefer that instead of them just giving them out as downloadable codes like a dime a dozen
1: you had to earn it back then
2: there's had it to be added a another little
1: element to the game. I remember trying to catch a uh, Tornadus or whatever that Pokemon's name is. And that was a that was a pain. <sighs> Austin oh has thoughts God. on
2: Tornadus. Thunderous. Those are your least favorite ones, aren't they, Austin?
0: No, Jinx is my least favorite one. Aside from... But after that, after her, it's these
1: guys.
2: Not a fan of the design, to be quite honest. Thankfully,
1: they're not in Johto.
2: Thankfully, they don't exist yet.
1: No, they don't. But this we have, that one legendary we're talking about does. And we chase it and we fall off a cliff. So we're already starting off to a great start. And guess who's following us along in the forest? It is Team Rocket. They are following us on this Johto journey. I thought you were going to say Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. Nah, Jigglypuff is there, but I don't care about Jigglypuff. It's like the GS ball. It's just there. It's no purpose. It just happens to be there. Right? We we're on consensus about this. Jigglypuff is useless.
2: I don't know why they consistently have it there. Like, what's the purpose of it? But to cause us misery and strife? I don't know.
0: as a plot device, you guys.
2: What's the plot device? Like, to put people to sleep at convenient times? I don't get it.
0: Exactly. It's the cut in the middle of a scene.
2: True. It's the transitional Pokemon now.
1: It is the transitional one. It's just filler, like you guys are saying.
0: Well, I hope you like filler. Because we're in Johto!
1: This episode itself feels like a filler. It's like you're starting off the series with a filler.
0: I think they made this episode as like a... This is a new episode one kind of deal. It's like they got like, like moved to a new channel or they got a new time slot or something. I don't think they actually did. But it's like, here's Pokemon. And here's all of Ash's Pokemon. And here's all of Team Rocket's Pokemon. And here's what Pokemon is. It's like very much like... Introductions. Yeah.
2: I was also going to add this is very much, hey guys, don't forget about these cute merchandisable Pokemon. Like, here's all the starters that you can buy plushies of. Like, that's how it felt to me. Because this is not only the introduction to the new Pokemon starters, whatever, but also don't forget about these old beloved favorites which you can find at your local Toys R Us in the form <laughs> and that's of... That's actually Pachi. my quote.
1: That's my quote for the episode. Brock talks about, you can find this at your local Toys R Us.
2: Oh, so- sorry, Jacob. I didn't know that was going to be your quote.
1: This is old meets new, for sure, because uh, we do, like you said, we have our professors here. We have our old professors, but we also meet a new professor here because after Team Rocket gets chased into a Pokemon lab by Firo, we come across Professor Elm, who he's very into his research... I think that seems to be a problem with him. He gets distracted very easily or very hyper focused on something. Because whatever he's looking at in his lab, he totally thinks Team Rocket is like Nurse Joy when they're in there. And he gives them, he basically just gives them a toe Says, here, you go. And they steal it. Professor Elm, he's not the guy we're giving the GS ball to, though. We're giving it to Birch. Kurt. Yeah. Kurt. Kurt. Who's the guy? Oh, my God. Can we not give it to Birch? We're going to have this damn GS vault forever. Is Birch the Yu-Gi-Oh! guy? Which voice, which professor is the Yu-Gi-Oh! voice actor? I think it's Professor Birch. Birch? Okay. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking Elm was this guy for some reason. That's a whole other season
2: from now. (laughs) I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It just meshed together at this point for me.
2: Yeah. Elm is a little bit of a um, space case. He's, like, so distracted he doesn't even notice that there's, like, other voices, James and Meowth. I think he's fun. He is fun. I thought I was going to dislike him way more than I did, but, like, he was kind of charming in, like, a lovable, goofy way.
0: He was me. He was, he like, was you? I, n- towards me? No, Professor Elm was not mean to oh, me. Oh, I thought
2: you said, perf- you, oh, said Professor it was me. Elm was you. I was like, what? <laughs> oh,
0: okay. No, he was, like, trying to, like...
1: Destroy Professor Oak. Oh academically. god, yeah.
2: He's very um competitive. Is that the right word? I don't even know the word.
1: Okay, so that explains. yeah. He wants to outdo oaks. That explains why he's like so focused on his research. He's trying to out oak the oak. Then that's what they say. Gonna outgrow that oak tree. He needs to branch out then. Yeah. Oh, god, these Put down tons. some roots. Oh god. <laughs> you need a good foundation. That's right. Uh, But speaking of roots, we're back at a Pokemon Center because, you know, we're going back to our roots here. And we're going to see another uh, Nurse Joy. But guess what? This Nurse Joy isn't here. In fact, Chansey greets us at the door telling us that, hey, Nurse Joy left a... Which is like a very weird message system. It's like it shows her face. She says, I'll be back at 2. But it's actually like 3.30. So she's way past when she's supposed to be back here. So Brock, being the thirsty fella he is, says, hey, let's go find her. We're going to go find this Nurse Joy because I want to meet her for research. Wink, wink. They actually find Nurse Joy outside of... Brock's back, everyone. Brock's back, everyone. It's intense.
2: Yeah, like, is this where we really start... Okay, we've had it kind of before where he's kind of been flirtatious and stuff like that. But is this where it really sort of becomes, like, the Brock we know as far as, like running up to a girl and misty having to like pull him away in that sort of way we know this is when it really starts right
0: i think i think this is it i think this is brock prime or whatever
1: yeah because he go we go to find her destroy and of course brock's idea because he wants to meet her but then jenny Jenny, our jenny's back too right so jenny's back and he gives her flowers right off the bat and misty grabs him by the ear and just throws him on the ground
2: good old Brock, kind of
1: thing yeah, and this Jenny also is useless, too, because she's trying to control a crime scene here, of course, because the Totodile has been stolen. Torps walk up, and she goes, don't go in there. Torps walk right in to see Elm. Do you know who we are? We are Ash, Misty, and Brock. That's right. We rule this world. <laughs> Apparently.
2: Jenny's going to learn her place real quick.
0: You need to go call your your sisters and your cousins and your sister-in-laws, because we have a reputation.
2: Yeah. You yeah. know what? Honestly, Jacob, to your earlier point, this doesn't really feel any different than Kanto. This is basically Kanto 2.0. The Officer Jenny, Nurse Joy, like they're all the same. No updates to their outfits. No updates to anything. It's all the same flavor of stuff. Just a continuation.
0: They had different outfits in the Orange Islands, but not in Johto. <laughs> <That's back>.
2: interesting.
1: <laughs> See, I would have just went a whole new like Johto League make it totally different, make the battles completely different, and just really pitch that aspect of it. Like, the whole episode would have been Ash watching how Johto works instead of going through this, like, shenanigans again. Is
2: this one I bring up? Why is,
0: why is Ash here? Okay. Should I leave that for later?
2: Why is he there? Because he's yeah. trying to be a Pokemon master and he's got to compete in another league.
1: Okay. I want to table okay, that for later. Okay. Don't forget. Put okay. a in that. Yeah. Okay. Do you want us to remind you, like, when do you plan on discussing this? you have an idea right now i changed my
0: mind i'm talking okay, about it
1: right just
2: now. tell us We <laughs> um, can't take the anticipation anymore
0: we are so used to the concept of ash being in the anime and every generation that it's odd to me that he's here what johto okay johto is supposed to be a new beginning the winds of new beginning blow in new Barktown town with a new pr- new player character gold a new rival silver And, you know, Red is not the player character of Gold and Silver. He's up on a mountain somewhere. And at this point, Misty and Brock are irrelevant as hell. They're like the first couple bosses in the first game. So I understand the reason is to get Ash, Misty, and Brock together and have them go into this new area because this is what's established. This is the world we have now. This is the show as it is. But it's just funny to me to think... Oh, it's just same old guys, same old group. Even though Ash City and Rock aren't really relevant to the video game property that this is based on at this point, and yet here they are as the main protagonist. See,
2: you're conflating the game world with the anime world, just like I yes. conflated Electric Tale of Pikachu with the anime world. But they're two different things.
0: I know they're two different things, and I understand the logic of it because you know this is what what we got. Let's keep going. I just find it to be an interesting decision.
1: I think it's for kids, too. Like, it's they're familiar with Ash. It's not someone new. You know, like, when you're a kid, you can watch the same movie 20 times, and it's okay. You know, I think it's just, they were banking on that, keeping the kids a familiar character. Very rarely did shows change protagonists, often.
0: We should have gotten rid of Misty and Brock and gotten in, like, I don't know, Whitney, Whitney and Morty.
2: Oh, my God. Could you imagine Whitney as a twerp? Ugh. Ugh. Lord, with that mill tank. Morty's too old. He's like an adult.
1: Okay, Faulkner.
2: Oh my God, he's too depressing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should have just kept Tracy and made four.
2: All I can say is thank God Casey is not a twerp. I'm just going to say that now. The next episode is about her, but thank God. I'd per- much prefer Misty and Rock over that.
1: Was that one guy's name? Richie, too?
2: Honestly, Richie is an angel. Compared to Casey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Look, I'm I am 100% serious. I can't. Oh my God! I can't even stand it. All right, let's. Oh God!
1: You can't stand it, but Team Rocket was standing somewhere because <laughs> in this episode here, uh, a growleth, back, the transition growleth, King
2: is back.
1: <laughs> Growlith brings this mold up to Jenny that's of Team Rocket's footprints, and this allows them to track down Team Rocket. And the missing Totodile.
2: Yeah, you know what? Speaking of like cement footprints in like the ground, here's your cement footprint. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> in the ground.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true there. They track him down to a local park. And this is where, you know, basically the episode kind of dissolves itself like a typical Pokemon episode. I mean, what else more can you say? This is definitely very much like Austin was mentioning. Like, these are their Pokemon. This is their Pokemon. Look at them battle. Look at these new guys. Look what they can do. And that's basically what how it ends up here. We have, like, Jesse and James. They throw out all their Pokemon. Ash throws out all his Pokemon. You know, he's got Charizard, Squirtle, got Bulbasaur. They're all out there. Team Rocket's Pokemon. Ash's Pokemon, Clash.
0: Misty and Brock do nothing. Yeah,
1: Misty and Brock, they're just on standby. They don't have Pokemon, actually. They all Apparently got, they just not. threw theirs away. <laughs> yeah. Goldine's not here anymore. It's not suffering Damn.
2: on land. Okay. You know what? Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, it's kind of an interesting thing, right? Because as we have gone on in the anime, Ash's MO really is to leave all of his Pokemon save for Pikachu with Oak when he goes to a new region. But not this time. He's got his starters with him. That's interesting, isn't it? Well, also, well, we all know the reason. Like we were talking about, it's because we have to show them off. Hey, guys, don't forget buy these plushies, whatever. But
0: we haven't established the precedent yet.
2: I think it's funny. I, I <laughs> guess I just thought of that. But
1: yeah, we're back, baby. That's what it is. We're back.
2: Can I pose a question to the group? Yes. What do we think? Okay, put yourselves in the minds of your younger selves, see- like seeing this for the first time. What did you think initially of the new starters compared to the old ones? Like. Did you think they were cool, or were you like, oh, these are weird?
0: I somehow obtained the new starters in Japanese card form before the launch of Johto-era TCG. So I was like, they're really cool. Their cards are in Japanese.
2: Which was your favorite?
0: Of the three? I picked Cyndaquil.
2: Typhlosion being the canon one, I guess, for gold. Or is is it... Is that his? Yeah, Cyndaquil's his starter, right? Golds. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And Avengers.
2: What about you, Jacob? What what are your thoughts on these three?
1: I like Totodile. I think I chose him as my starter.
2: Totodile gang, rise up.
1: Yeah, he had personality compared to the other two more so. So I think I just liked him more. And he sounded like Donald Duck, which is funny.
2: You want to hear a sad story from my childhood?
1: You didn't choose Totodile.
2: Oh, I did choose Totodile.
1: And you deleted it.
2: Worse. Okay, so as a kid... Oh my god, this unlocked a core memory because I just didn't think about this until right now. I had gold as a kid. That was the one I picked. And I picked Totodile. Woo! And it was the very first and I think only Pokemon that I ever raised up to level 100 by myself. I had a friend in my childhood who somehow convinced me to trade them...
0: Oh, Alex. My oh, God. level
2: one hundred for alligator, and honestly, to to this day, I don't even remember what I traded it for. But they stole my for alligator, and then I never heard. Like I think they moved or something. It's one of those typical <laughs> stories where like the kid takes the shit, and then you never hear from them again. And that's how I lost my baby. And to this day,
1: <laughs> my baby.
2: It was the guys for real though. It was the only Pokemon I trained up myself to level one hundred. And I think I, like, locked that memory away because I hadn't thought about that in years. But now that I'm thinking about it... Look at it this
0: way. Those cartridges are all all erased now anyway.
2: A couple years back, I tried to put it into my Game Boy Color and the internal battery had died and everything was, like, reset anyway. But it's the principle of it, right? Like, some... Asshole kid back then stole my Pokemon and then
0: Do you have a first and last name and can we track the I down? don't even
2: remember who it was. I couldn't even tell you. Okay. I don't know. It was some kid in elementary school, I guess. Back in the days with the link cable and all that. That was my sad story.
1: He just took your Pokemon and blasted it off. Blasted it
2: off, that's right.
1: Just like Team Rocket at the end of this episode where they get blasted off by Ash's Pokemon. You know what's funny about this is Team Rocket, like Jenny's across the street watching this go down. Team Rocket gets blasted off, and then she comes running up out of nowhere saying, Oh, I was going to arrest them. Typical. So, yeah, so we're back to incompetent Jenny. Good for her being all incompetent. Did we ever leave incompetent Jenny? We had one that was good.
2: Who? Which one?
1: I can't remember. It was the one in that big city where she delegated pretty well and she told everybody. Oh, the where mayor. To go. Yeah, that one was pretty good.
2: Wait, when was Jenny the mayor?
0: Mayor Jenny. No, when the mayor was evil and there was oh, a Bulbasaur in the, the sewers. Oh, the sewer
2: Bulbasaur. Yeah, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, that Jenny was all right.
2: Just wait till we get to wild Jenny. Oh, God, I can't wait.
1: You're going to have to wait for a while. Finish off the episode here. We end with Ash officially registering for the Johto League, which registration is a little different for the Johto League. You have to provide a stool sample along with uh, blood work <laughs> so they can actually verify that as it is you when you show up to the various gyms and tournaments. So they're a little bit more tightly secured here with the Johto League. So there's a little something there.
2: As opposed to that one guy who carried his badges around in like a bag, in like a paper bag or whatever.
1: That guy
0: ruined it for everyone.
1: (laughs) Now you got to do all this. God, that episode was with people stealing the badges. I mean, come on. You're like, oh, God, there's like theft that occurs here every three hours. Let's just ignore it and not put any protection here.
2: Who do you think is more technologically behind, Kanto or Johto?
0: We're going to see Johto as a pit of horrors even more than Kanto was.
2: Honestly surprising that they have these sort of league protections in place then.
1: Does anyone have any more thoughts or anything about this episode? That's pretty much it for our like beginning episode. <sighs> yeah, no, my thoughts, my thoughts exactly, Austin.
2: <laughs> you guys, are, you're not in the spirit of Johto. I'm excited. Togedile, Cyndaquil, Chikorita. No, there. the spirit
0: of Johto is a yawn. That is correct. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what? Honestly, everybody shits on Chikorita, but I've come to appreciate it. That was my starter. I picked in Soul Silver, so some chikorita appreciation here what what the fuck is this now what
0: <laughs> oh everyone shits on chikorita but i love chikorita so much <laughs> it's so cool no no you've been slandering chikorita for okay, as long as i've known wrong you
2: wrong only Ashes, chikorita and Bayleaf, which are absolutely insufferable Chikorita as a whole deserves some recognition. Plus, I was just trying to hype it up because you guys are over there yawning about it. So I'm like, let's go, Chikorita, woohoo.
0: Well, what do you think of Casey's Chikorita? Fuck that,
2: Chikorita, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Funny, all these examples of Chikoritas.
2: Okay, this is the one rare time where the anime, it was the opposite effect. Because usually we appreciate what the anime does. They make like forgettable Pokemon like actually cute opposite in this case where i prefer the game chikorita which is just you know innocuous and and just there as opposed to these horrible personality chikoritas so
0: so who so is is chikorita your mvp or your lvp alex
2: we haven't got there yet
1: save it save it for the next one
2: we'll save it for the randomizer to tell us who's first
1: yeah let's see who's (laughs) going first for most survivor player at least five player and the quote for this episode Alex, you're first, followed by me, and then Austin, you're going to bring us home.
2: Well, surprisingly, Chikorita is not my LVP for this episode because it doesn't show up yet. Instead, I will give that honor to Jigglypuff because Jigglypuff is annoying. And why is it even there? I'm not really sure.
1: Why are any of them even here? Okay, (laughs) Why is this happening?
2: It has the least amount of reason to be there and therefore is LVP. MVP, though, I'm going to give it to Joy. Because she's the only competent one in this entire episode. And she actually tells Elm to get his head out of his ass at several points. I don't know. Is it just me? Or did I kind of get like a Joy has like a crush on Elm sort of vibe?
0: It was not just okay, you. Okay,
2: good. You want to talk more about that? Because we didn't really talk about that at all.
0: Well, she was like berating him and then being like, I just wish he could get it together and stuff like that. Or like, he focuses more on his work than people. Yeah, basically. Like, yeah, something at yeah. the
2: end she was like, I wish he would focus on human relationships. And I'm like, oh, Whoa. girl has a crush on him. <laughs>
1: he can look at me under that microscope. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, so I felt bad for her. Very much an unrequited love. A man who's too involved in his research to care. All right, so the quote I am going to... There were some good quotes, I think, in this. Ah, I gotta pick a good one. Shit. Oh, my gosh. Okay, maybe... Oh, there's so many good ones. Ah. Oh. All right, so maybe when Elm says, oh, so they're talking to him and Ash is like explaining, oh yeah, I have my three starters or blah, blah, blah. You know, Charmander, Bulbasaur, Squirtle. And Elm's like, oh, so I know, I suppose you know Samuel Oak. And Ash is like, yeah, he gave me my Pikachu. (laughs) And he's a good friend of mine. And he was even over at my house for dinner the other night.
0: (laughs) I laughed at that.
2: That was so great.
0: He was so excited about it. Because
2: like Professor Oak is like, an international celebrity and also happens to be, like, his de facto father figure? Like, I don't know.
1: It's amazing how Ash is so close to this person that everybody just loves. His mom is... But we know the true Oak. Yeah. Well,
2: his mom's, like, banging him on the side and... As opposed to Electric Tail, remember, Austin, where uh, Ash did not know Oak on a personal level. He was just...
0: Electric Tail does not exist.
2: But no, this version of Ash is famous in all aspects and he has a famous, like, stepfather figure, and Oak just, like, comes over for dinner casually to his house, so. And feeds him. Yeah.
1: Uh, Austin's face.
0: <laughs> righty. I'm hearing my family loudly screaming in the hallway, so we gotta keep moving. Alright, we let's, move. Let, we're, okay. move it. we're moving uh, and shaking. Uh,
1: we're moving along here. My MVP, I'm gonna give it to Totodile for, um, just messing with Team Rocket and being really cute. Uh, I'm gonna give my LVP to Jenny for being her incompetent self. Let's, let's see if we can get that numbers up for her. For LVP this uh, long season. Then my quote, I'm going to give it to Meowth. And this is after Totodoll bites Jesse on the back of the head. And Math goes, Jess, that Totodile is really attached to you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Austin, take it away. Okay.
0: My MVP is going to be dot, dot, dot uh, Suicune. Because it was really pretty. And my LVP will be Nurse Joy. Because I don't think she was competent at all. I think she left the Pokemon Center in the middle of the day and left no staff behind for that giant facility other than her Chansey in a video message. Because she had to go see Professor Elm. And when there was you know, a total theft happening, she's just like, like, ooh, I forgot to go back to my job. I gotta stay here, Professor Elm, for hours at a time. Oh, what if there was like a huge Pokemon emergency and, and someone was dying? Oh, whoops, I guess it's too bad. Chansey can handle it. So Chant or not Chansey, Nurse Joy gets my LVP.
1: Good. She let her love blind her for her responsibilities.
0: Mm-hmm. My quote will be They uh, Team Rocket approaches Elm's laboratory and James says, Looks like a university, Meow says, or even some kind of school. <laughs>
1: the classic classic team rocket all right austin 30 second summary challenge alex is gonna time you what's this episode called again let me bring it up
2: double trouble header the double
1: tr- yep double trouble header
2: we all love electrobuzz no other team's the same the players charge
3: the field and electro
0: are y'all not hearing my family screaming at the door no okay but as
2: long as you don't talk if there's like background noise i can easily cut it out
0: okay well i can't i gotta talk it's 30 seconds okay
2: all right in three two one go
0: we meet the greatest character ever casey who is a baseball fanatic and she has a chikorita and she's a new trainer and she uh does not care for ash's critique of her favorite baseball team the electabuzz so she's like i'll challenge you and he's like i'll kick your ass and she's like i'll beat you i'm casey i'm the best and so charizard kicks her ass and then team rocket appears and they set up this really elaborate baseball themed plan and the entire rest of the episode devolves into nothing but baseball puns and it's
1: very concerning
2: Yeah, it is concerning. Oh, God, where do you even start?
1: Oh, we could start with a fun fact.
2: Ooh, what's the fact?
1: About why the girl's name is Casey, and about how that is a literary pun or reference to a old poem slash short story called Casey Up to Bat. or Casey. Is it really? Yep, we can look up Casey Up to Bat, and it is actually a reference to an old short story about Casey who plays on a baseball team... It's a guy in the story, but he goes up to bat and he actually strikes out and loses. But he learns a lesson from it. So,
2: what's the lesson?
1: Uh Sometimes you're great, but you still fail, because everybody knew Casey was going to hit a home run, but he actually went up striking out. Good so. trivia, Jacob. We I didn't know that. Did I mention I'm starting to read now? So, <laughs> <remember>? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sometimes the the four kids dub, or, you know, just the English names come in with some obscure references that are fun to know. So thank you for that, Jacob. I did not know that before now.
0: I know at one point Ash Ketchum's English name was supposed to be Casey.
2: Was it really?
0: Apparently.
1: Casey Ketchum?
2: Ew, gross. I hate that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Apologies to any Casey Ketchums out there. All
2: right. All right. So, contrary to what Austin would have you believe, Casey is not the best character ever. In fact, she's probably the worst character ever. Much worse than Richie or Todd Snap or even Tracy.
1: Whoa.
2: Whoa, I know. Hot take. Whoa.
1: Coming in hot. All oh, right. my
2: God. Yeah, so we actually get uh, several allusions to Casey in the previous episode where uh, Chikorita was conspicuously absent. You know, we saw Cyndaquil. We saw Totodile. And they mentioned maybe like a hundred times that the girl who was here yesterday got the ha, ha, ha. Well, here we are with this girl who got the chikorita. So she hasn't gone very far out of town, even though it's only been a day, I guess. And she's in the field practicing her baseball chant. I don't really know she's what she's hyped. doing.
1: She's getting hyped. She's getting ready. She's like, got to get the blood flowing, you know?
2: I don't. St- I still fail to see how baseball has anything to do with anything Pokemon related. But whatever, that's where we're at.
1: It's a uh, Japanese. It's their. It's their thing.
2: Oh right, baseball is super popular in Japan, isn't it? Yeah,
1: and when they're doing, she's doing that like umbrella thing. That's actually like a big thing for a team there. That I think their colors are actually like black and yellow. Or like each time the they the score, a run. it might be the, yeah something called the Tigers. It's like a. But they take umbrellas or these things and they wave them up and down each time a run scores and they sing a song. And that's, it's like that the whole game. So,
2: Yeah, Jacob, please feel free to weigh in on sports related matters. For anyone who doesn't know, Jacob is our resident sports person. Austin and I don't, don't do the sports. So I'm not familiar with baseball. So please chime in, Jacob, if you have a relevant sports fact.
1: You notice. You also may notice she's holding a baseball bat, which is used to hit the ball in the game of baseball.
2: <laughs> really? Okay. Yo. Is it, I
0: thought it was like a like a megaphone <laughs> contraption device. It's kind
2: of both, right? It's like a bat shaped, like a megaphone cup, like a cone thing. Right. Whatever. She's a mess. She's a mess.
0: She has a great design. I don't want to hear this.
2: Aesthetically, there's nothing wrong with her. I mean, I guess she's got her like team colors on, a hat. Some running shoes, I guess. I mean, there's nothing wrong with her. It's not like the suspender incident of, you know, <laughs> 1999 or whatever, but like.
0: That will live in infamy. <laughs>
2: yeah. But it's her personality. It's just the way she is, is the real problem here. She is currently trying to catch a ratata which I had a problem with this because. <laughs> Jacob, did you also have a problem with this? No, it's just such a why. Yeah, really, why? Why are we not catching an early route Johto Pokemon? Yeah, like, I'm, but it's, it's something new. <laughs> it's fucking rad. I have
0: thoughts about that, y'all. We we don't. I don't think we've quite realized how long of a road we're on right now. We are gonna stretch out Johto and introducing the new Johto Pokemon for as long as they humanly could because it's like. Oh, we couldn't just have a up here in the episode. Sentret has to have its own episode.
2: Yeah, isn't it like, Johto's the one where every Pokemon gets a dedicated episode. As opposed to now, which we barely see currently Journeys. Like, we haven't seen, like, what, half of the Galar Pokemon? They don't get their own episodes. But Johto, there's gotta be... That's
0: a whole different matter. That's a whole <laughs> other can of worms. A can of Wiglets.
2: Oh, wait! <laughs> God damn, Wigglet better have its own episode. I swear to God. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you're right. So we haven't yet gotten to the the centric uh, centric episode. So instead, Casey's gonna catch a ratata, hooray! After she manages to catch the ratata, she does a full on crazy sprint towards Ash and friends, screaming like a lunatic, and she grabs Pikachu off of Ash's shoulder. And then it gets really weird because she's like, shock me. Do it. I want to feel the pain. Oh,
1: <laughs> it's like Austin when he put his feet in that tar.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this girl's a freak. I'm sorry.
0: I can relate to Casey. Do,
2: did you like purposefully like stick forks and sockets as a kid? I mean, what?
0: Okay, I wasn't that bad.
2: Really? This girl's a straight up freak. She's like, shock me. Do it. You rat. And then she's like insulting Pikachu so that he'll...
1: Give her a shock! Good lord, this child should not be left by herself.
2: She's got some like familial trauma or something.
1: What's she gonna do with that ratida? You know, like bite me? Oh. Yeah, bite me right there. Yeah,
2: harder. It's weird.
1: I don't like it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> razor leaf me all over, Chikorita. God.
1: Casey's the worst. God damn, I'm she's like, the I worst.
2: Don't I don't like her. <laughs> Anybody who tries to defend Casey, I dare you to come at me. <laughs> okay, so she's a psychopath, certified Looney Tunes. She's obsessed. She shares with Ash and friends that she's absolutely obsessed with yellow Pokemon, especially yellow Pokemon with stripes, because she's a huge Electaball, Electaball, Electabuzz baseball team fan and her family has been fans of this team for 3 generations.
1: That's not very long. And they're un- they're like in Pokémon world generations aren't that separated either cuz at 10 you're an adult. Oh, so it's gross. like the kids <laughs> at 12, they have a kid at 12, so you you only got like a few you know, a decade apart between generations potentially. So Now I yeah.
0: thought each Pokémon generation was about 3 to 4 years <laughs>
1: apart. There you go, see?
2: Those are some meta jokes, Austin. Oh, boy. Anyway, so we get this like banter back and forth between Ash and Casey. Apparently, Ash is also somewhat of a baseball fan because he mentions a few other teams.
1: Yeah, Ash, well known for his interest in baseball. He's just trying to show off. I I didn't like the exchange between um, Casey and Ash.
2: Is this typical of sports fans? I feel like their behavior is typical of sports fans.
1: Well, yeah, they were bantering about the teams, but, like, the occasional, like, yeah, you don't, you want to hit me, don't you, Ash? Yeah, yeah, you know, that's just weird.
2: They were in each other's yeah. face.
1: Mm-hmm. Spitting in each other.
2: Yeah. Was, well, I, you know what? Honestly, it's par for the course. Sorry, Jacob, I know you're a sports fan, but you're not, like, one of those psycho sports fans that, like, physically assaults other sports fans.
1: No, oh, no, of course not. <laughs> of course no, not. No, <laughs> never.
2: We get a flashback, I guess, to her family, and to
0: yesterday to
2: yesterday oh yeah it would have been yesterday because that's when she fucking left <laughs> good catch austin anyway they send her off with an electabuzz chant and they're like putting all this pressure on her because she's the first person in her entire family to actually be a pokemon trainer plus also a baseball fan so a heavy burden to carry i suppose
1: do you think they just wanted to get rid of her
2: probably <laughs> like,
1: this child's weird we'll just send her off Yep. Yeah, go do this Say good luck
2: come back if you don't die okay bye yeah yes austin you had a thought
0: i always have thoughts but not a specific okay. one
2: nothing about her family and how crazy they were no
0: it's too bad we didn't get to know her family better Do you
2: want to know she had a crazy Yes, grandpa. i want the show
0: to be about casey yeah, fuck ash
2: gross all right careful casey what you wish should have been
1: ash right casey should have been the new ash new protagonist yeah <laughs>
0: ash gets to stay in the orange islands as the new league master or whatever and then casey takes over with whitney and i don't know Elm. chuck
2: you seen
0: you seen god
2: you seen he should have been a twerp even though he's like 45 years old anyway okay where am i where am i oh so casey okay you're in Johto. Oh, that's right i forgot
0: we're just outside new bark town
2: gotcha gotcha okay not in Kansas, in Johto. So Casey is all offended because Ash is serving some... Yes, Austin.
0: I have an episode title suggestion.
2: Already? That's interesting. What is it?
0: I don't think we're in Kanto anymore, Toto Dial.
2: Love it. That's a winner right there.
0: Do you get that joke, Jacob?
1: Yeah, I know the reference. Never saw the movie. Okay, I great. Know the reference.
0: <laughs> Rick and Jer.
1: I don't think we're in Oklahoma anymore, Toto
2: so casey's all offended she challenges ash to a battle because she's a little spitfire and ash is like well this is a bad idea don't say i didn't warn you i'm much more experienced than you but have it your way so they get into a battle ash leads with charizard of all pokemon which was actually pretty funny because casey tries to send out her like level one route one starter pokemon to um no avail whatsoever and she obviously loses and is quite a sore loser and she runs away into the woods crying where she meets our favorite trio, Team Rocket. And Team Rocket is there in their Electabuzz outfits, which I have zero idea where they would have gotten this from, but...
0: Okay, Team Rocket saw the exchange between Ash and Casey, which could, which probably took 30 minutes at most, and in that time were able to manifest Electabuzz outfits and set up an entire booby trap stadium
1: i like to think that they robbed casey's family of their oh, sports, m- sports memorabilia <laughs> it's just wearing the clothes they had
2: <laughs> they're on the ball today damn jacob actually can i subscribe <laughs> to that because i think that's amazing they probably <laughs> <That's> did <it.
0: laughs> this is why we never see casey's family ever again they beat
2: up her grandpa and took home his it's his like, like Yu Gi oh <laughs> They beat up Gramps and put him into the hospital. Holy crap. Oh, God. All right. Yeah, so that's where they got all their gear from. Scene cut. We're in that stadium. Like a, to- like a baseball diamond area. Like a whole-ass baseball field. No idea how that happened, but...
0: <laughs> I assume they went back to New Bark Town. So,
2: okay. But that would mean, ultimately, in that time frame, Casey would have had to go back talk to ash have a conversation be like i challenge you to a rematch let's go now to this baseball field ash and friends agree they walk over there like all this stuff had to happen whatever that's why we get the scene cut we're just here now (laughs) the
1: fact that they could get in the stadium is enough just to be like what how it's
2: free access i guess
0: well, Team Rocket beat up the people who work at the Baseball Diamond, and they stole their keys. Well, the family <laughs> probably
2: works role. at the Baseball Diamond. So, actually, like Jacob said, it's killing two birds with one stone, because not only do they beat the family up to take their clothes, but also steal their Baseball Diamond. Ash, in case you're having this rematch, except for this time, it's Chikorita versus Pikachu. Pikachu does fucking terrible.
0: This is Trip and Snivy up in here.
2: This is the beginning of... The Pikachu cannot beat the starter trope of the new generation. Like, Pikachu does a thunderbolt, which somehow Chikorita is able to, like, do a helicopter whirly thingy with its leaf on its head and deflect the electric attack completely.
1: That's not how energy works.
2: But according to Brock, grass types are strong against electric types.
1: They love that fact. I
2: hate it.
0: They use it all the time.
2: It's It's false. It's a false statement. Anyway, poor Pikachu. Very pathetic. Showing. All of a sudden, I think I kind of like stopped paying attention for a second because all of a sudden there was like a giant baseball robot that comes out of the ground, question mark, and smacks Pikachu and Chikorita into Team Rocket's trap, I guess. (laughs) Is that kind of what happened? Did I miss anything important here?
1: Not really. But they, I'm going to look up something quick because they're at, they're, for those who are unfamiliar with sports, they're at home plate. Like, Casey's on the pitcher's mound. Okay, Jacob. We know that. <laughs> and uh, Ash is at home plate with Pikachu. And this robot smacks him from home plate to center field, which is 122 meters Ooh, from some home math plate. involved here. So that robot hit Chikorita and Ash 400.262 feet in the air. So... They survived that fall.
2: Good for them. That that is quite a fall.
0: Team Rocket beat Casey's family with this machine.
2: Is that how they won? They smacked them with a giant robot baseball bat.
0: Smack them into goo on the ground.
2: Yeah, this God thing late. was very like I don't know, Mickey Mouse, like it was just like a thing on wheels with like two robot hands with like the Mickey Mouse gloves and like a giant baseball bat. I guess they get hit into like I don't honestly know what happens to Pikachu and Chikorita. I kind of lost track of them. At some point, there's like a million baseballs being like flung around and Casey is able, able to superhumanly like hit every single one of them. At some point during this like barrage of baseballs, Ash gets hit in the face and dies for like a second. His soul leaves his body. I'm not really sure. Again? Yeah, again. Not Fifth even time. Not even with a Gengar or anything. I guess there's some Team Rocket bullshit that happens. Ash and friends obviously win, and they get blasted off again. There's, like, a lot of baseball puns, like Austin said.
0: At least four solid minutes of nothing but baseball references and puns as dialogue. And I had to I had to turn away. I was like, <laughs> this is too much.
2: <laughs> Jacob, honestly, like, I'm kind of curious as to your thoughts, because it felt like, to me, a non-sports fan... That the writers just Googled anything relating to baseball that they could and like smashed those puns in there. Eh,
1: pretty much, yeah. They're batting a thousand. Yeah, batting a thousand. You're perfect, stuff like that. Yeah.
2: Jesse says something like, I'm sorry if this is anybody's quote, but like, that little worm is a like, home run slugger or something like that. Some stupid baseball shit. I don't know. Basically, they win. Hooray. And Casey apologizes for being. Duped into thinking that he was a no good, dirty, rotten cheater and that she's going to get stronger and have a true rematch and they will meet again someday.
1: Someday soon. Unfortunately
2: for us, yes, she does return.
1: After she returns back home and sees her family has been brutally beaten, <laughs> she gets stronger, takes their soul energy and gets stronger.
2: Yeah, so this is unfortunately not the last we see of this crazy baseball girl. I like her. I think you're alone in that opinion, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> Whatever. This is the first time Ash has ever had a rival who isn't Gary. And I don't. I think the decision to make her a female baseball fan is really cool.
2: Okay, if you're um, being... Okay, seriously, yeah. yes, that is... I appreciate that. I think Ash needs more diverse rivals, but...
0: Yes, and (laughs) it's an interesting dynamic to have her be the newbie and for Ash to kind of have a, you know, level of establishment at this point. So I I like that dynamic. It goes absolutely nowhere, but I
1: like it in theory.
2: Get out of here with your logic and your (laughs) level-headedness.
1: Yeah, leave that at the door. We're talking about Pokemon here, right? All
2: right. Honestly, you're right, Austin. I mean, for all her weird...
1: Yep, damn right. Her
2: weird quirks, I do prefer her to, you know like a richie which is basically like a carbon copy of ash plus his rivalry with gary is more one-sided gary has moved on from that so yeah okay we'll see where it goes right i
0: hope you're excited because richie's also in johto we just don't know it yet
2: but for now we're blissfully unaware of that fact um so yeah that was it casey goes her way ash and friends go their way and we will see what happens on to violet city right that's where we're headed
1: Yep, luckily this episode wasn't totally a foul ball. Some would say it even might have been a home run. Luckily we didn't strike out. We would keep going. Were you just sitting there quietly coming up with those? Yeah, I was just
2: thinking of what I could say. (laughs) Don't leave Jacob alone for too long because this is what happens.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Where am I going to go? Nobody knows. We can do our MVP... Which stands for Most Valuable Player. In every year in baseball, they hand out an MVP award to the most valuable player. They also hand out a Golden Glove to the best defensive player. They also hand out the Silver Slugger, which is a reference to the best batter in the league. And the Golden Glove, like I mentioned earlier, is handed out to every position player. So first base, second base. Okay, we're good now. I didn't know we there was so on. many baseball <laughs>
2: awards. You're
0: saying that there's gold and silver.
1: Ooh, good catch. There's also a Cy Young Award, too, which goes to the best pitcher in the league. So, like, Cy Third. Nope, don't work. We can move on. Yeah, uh, you could
2: tell me anything about baseball and I'll believe you. <laughs> so,
1: World Series is going on right now, folks. Check it out. Phillies, Astros. Let me see. Who's going first here? Alex, you're first, followed by Austin. Then I'm going to round third and bring us home. Hey. Sounds
2: good. Okay. MVP, I'm going to give it to casey's pokemon for having to put up with her bullshit for the rest of their lives
1: okay <laughs> godly all right
2: yep they have no idea what's in store for them that was a good a one world of infinite baseball puns and being forced to have to deal with it um okay lvp is it obvious is it obvious i'm gonna give it to casey <laughs> For her terrible chanting. And I hate the Electabuzz song. It's the song of my nightmares. We don't all love Electabuzz.
0: We all love Electabuzz. Na no. na 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 na. Nah. I can't believe we didn't mention Casey's theme song.
2: Gross. I actually, okay, you know what? Honestly, I want to hear what the other theme songs are for like, we know of two other teams at least, the Magikarps and the Starmies. Kind of curious what their theme songs would be.
1: I want a full list Pokemon baseball teams. Right.
2: Like who are the who are the established major league teams in the Pokemon world? Do you okay, actually are these major leagues or are they minor league teams?
1: They're probably
0: major leagues. I think they're based on real baseball teams. They have to be, mm-hmm. right?
2: No idea. Don't ask me. I'm not familiar at all with Japanese baseball teams. Anyway, let's see quote. Do I even have one? Okay, yeah, the one where Ash insults Casey and delivers a sick burn. And he says, the Electabuzz couldn't beat an egg. And Casey says, oh, yeah, and what about all the great hitters on the Electabuzz? And Ash says, those guys aren't hitters. I've seen better swings on a playground.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's pretty good.
2: I love Ash. Oh, I, I miss it. I miss it so much.
0: He was your number one LVP for Orange Island, just saying.
2: I miss Four Kids Ash and the lines that Four Kids gives to him. And Veronica Taylor's delivery of those lines.
0: My MVP. I want to be contrary and give it to Casey, but I won't. I'm going to give it to Charizard because Charizard's come a long way. Can you imagine if Ash had taken Charizard and been like, okay, you're going to fight this level two Rattatan Pidgey. Charizard would murder someone. But here he he was just he was just went with low. He didn't care.
2: He listened to everything Ash did. He wasn't out of control.
0: All you got to do is put a blanket on him and rub him. What? Okay. Uh, what? Yeah. That's how you make him. Uh, that's how you make him obedient. That happened. Okay. Oh, with
2: the ice when he. he the, okay, yes. he was thawing him out. Okay, I thought that was like a sexual thing.
0: Uh, my LVP will be. I'm gonna give it to Misty and Brock because they two episodes in a row they did nothing.
1: We're back on the course, Austin. We're back in the Pokemon Team Rocket's
0: attacking, and they're just like, we'll we'll let Casey handle it. They've got it. My quote will be from Casey, and she says about Charizard, That sagging dragon of yours doesn't scare us, Ash Ketchum. Ooh. Sagging dragon.
1: Poor Charizard. That should be a team name, the sagging dragons.
0: Sorry, there was 5,000 baseball puns, and I didn't write a single one of them
1: down, so I just had to go with what I had. That's all right. I don't think mine's a baseball one either. But uh, I'm going to give my LVP to the stadium staff for being the most insecure stadium ever. People just walk in. That's great. Good for them. I'm going to give my MVP to Casey's family for realizing that she needed to get out of that house. Otherwise, she was going to hurt them. So good for her. And for being dedicated. They got hurt anyway. Yeah, they did. But they didn't know that at the time. In fact, if Casey was there, she might have protected them. But anyway, I'm going to give it to Casey's family and their dedication to the Electabuzz. Good for them. You don't see that these days. Let me see. This is a quote from Casey, and it's when uh, Chikorita's doing well in the battle. She goes, one, two, three strikes, they're out. The side is retired, and Chikorita wins the game. I had to, I had to find one for uh, a baseball quote, of course. Baseball pun.
0: We all love baseball puns.
2: Can yes, I just we do, we do. quickly mention, I was looking up Japanese baseball teams while you were giving yours, Jacob, and I'm trying to, like, match them to, like, what we heard. So there's the, you were right, also, there's the Hanshin Tigers. I guess that's the Electabuzz because the stripes, they're yellow and black. There's the Hiroshima Toyo Carp. I guess that's the Magic Harps. And the Yokohama... DNA base stars could be Starmie.
0: Good research, Alex. That's
2: interesting. So, actually, they do correspond to real life teams. How fun. Fun fact.
0: Hey. All right. Hey, you know what two of my favorite Jota Pokemon are?
2: Magikarp and Starmie, clearly.
0: No, Heracross and Donphan.
2: Oh, I thought that was a dig at like the fact that we see no other Johto Pokemon so far.
0: No, I was trying to set. I was trying to set up a transition, and, and it wasn't working.
1: Why would you say that, Austin? Why would their names pop in your head randomly?
0: Well, because the next two episodes are the Heracross episode and the Dawn fan episode. Oh my
2: god, back to back
0: a sappy ending, and roll-on Pokemon.
2: Austin really does love Fan, and Heracross more than any other. I really
0: do. I actually really do.
2: <laughs> I hope you're excited for Scarlet and Violet Austin, based on what we know.
1: Y'all can tell me how it is.
2: We did have that conversation yesterday about which versions we were all going to get. It's out in less than... What? Twenty days? When does it come out? November?
0: It comes out yesterday because this podcast is coming out the day after Scarlet and Violet. Oh my god, released. does it really? Yes.
1: I got it in my hands right here. Both copies. I'm trying to fit them both in my switch as we speak.
0: You guys play Scarlet and Violet. I'm gonna be busy with gold and silver for a long time.
2: You've had twenty years. Come on, catch up.
1: Uh do you anyone have any thoughts or anything for I close this out here? We're all excited about Violet and Scarlet, I know. Seeing a lot of head shakes.
2: Enjoy your vacation, Austin.
1: I'll try. Yep, catch some waves while you're there. You know, Alola, live it up. That's what that means. I'm going to drown. Oh, God. All right. From excitement. I'm going to go ahead and close this out here if we're all good. Thank you all for listening, and be sure, sure to leave us a five-star rating. If you have any questions or comments for the show, be sure to send them to outofthedryingpan at gmail.com. Again, that is outofthedryingpan at gmo.com. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Out of drying Again, our handle is Out of drying fan. And join us next time as the journey continues. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Never know what's ramble.